and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. Today is Friday, January the 8th, 2021, and as always, I give thanks to God for you for what he is doing in your life, in the lives of the people, places, and things that you have been called divinely to pray for, to intercede for, and to be a financial blessing to, to be someone who encourages, motivates, and inspires. I thank God for you. I thank God that you choose to join me Monday through Friday between the hour of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. to agree with me in prayer as we pray through and by the Word of God. Why do we give God back his Word? Because he said that he would watch over his Word to perform it. So when we give God back his word, we get his attention. Just like um, I'm reminded when, you know how you'll talk to someone and, and they say, well, you said you were going to do this. And if they say anything wrong or if they misquote you on that, then you say, wait a minute, I never said that. Or wait a minute, did I say that? So just like when someone tells you about what you said, how it gets your attention, and it requires you to zero in specifically on in, on the words of their mouth to really say, did I say that? Or, yeah, that's what I said. I believe that that's how God responds to us. When we say, God, you said, we get his attention. We get his attention. He leans in to say, okay, yes, I did say that. You know, we get his attention. So we pray the word of God, and we give God back his word. Today is Friday. It's the first Friday of 2021, and I praise God that we made it. We made it through 2020, and we've made it through the first week of 2021, and that is something to say thank you, God, about. If you can look around and see that your loved ones, people who are dear to your heart are still here, I don't care if it's just one person. I don't care if it's just your neighbor next door. If you've got somebody that you have, that you love dearly, someone that you have in your life, that is something to be thankful for. So on today, because it's Friday and we do things a little bit differently, on today we are going to discuss some verses in the book of Daniel. I am really loving the book of Daniel, Um, and I encourage you, if you're still going through Proverbs, remember I said, you know, in your personal time, there's nothing wrong with that. I've gone back, um, and I'm not doing every day, but I am reminded when I speak, I'm reminded when I respond, what we prayed about in December, that that 2021, I'm going to be a little bit wiser. I'm going to have greater understanding about the spiritual things of God. So go back and go through your Proverbs and your personal time. Join me for Daniel. Um, But in Daniel, you know, it's so interesting to me because as we look at chapter 2, on, and we read this one yesterday as we prayed for the government of not only the United States, but really all over the world. When I went back and read um, chapter 2, one of the things that the book of Daniel talks about are wise men, but not godly. 
wise men. They refer to wise men as the astrologers, fortune tellers. These were the people that King Nebuchadnezzar wanted to interpret his dream. And in chapter 2, it talks about really King Nebuchadnezzar was asking them to do the impossible. He wanted them to not only interpret the dream, he wanted them to even tell him what his dream was. So he called for the astrologers, the fortune tellers, and when I read that, I thought, hmm, that's why it's not enough for us to just pray for wisdom. We've got to pray for godly wisdom because King Nebuchadnezzar, these men, possibly if King Nebuchadnezzar would have told them what his dream was, they may have been able to interpret the meaning. But because he wanted them to tell him his dream and the meaning, they could not do it. So they were wise enough, follow me, they were wise enough to interpret the dream, but they weren't godly enough to give him his dream and interpret it. So when they couldn't do that, Daniel said, well, when he couldn't do when they couldn't when he couldn't do that, when they couldn't do that, one of King Nebuchadnezzar's agents had to go and tell them all that King Nebuchadnezzar wanted them dead. They couldn't do it. He wanted them he wanted them dead. Because King Nebuchadnezzar was like, Well, if you if you all can't do this, you've got to go. And so in that time Daniel said that he needed more time. He said that Dan, the Bible says at verse number 16, at this, Daniel went to the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. So Daniel knew that he needed time to seek the Lord. He knew that he needed time to pray and to seek God's wisdom to seek a level of understanding in order to do what the king asked what the king asked so that he and the other men from Judah would be saved. Now the interesting part of that, when Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, he did not call them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He called them Hananiah Miss Rel and Azariah, he called them by what God called them. He didn't call them what everybody else called them or what King Nebuchadnezzar renamed them. He called them what God called them. And he and he urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed. So let's break this down. Daniel went and found people who would agree with him. He went and found people who would agree with him and and who would pray to the God of to God for mercy. 
and that the God of mercy would, would reveal to them the secret things, the hidden things, through supernatural wisdom and understanding. Now, when I saw that scripture that day in Daniel, I had no idea that God was really going to lead us back into how seeking wisdom, how seeking understanding really is, it's it's practical. Like, we can do it. We can pray it, then we can do it by faith. Why? Because faith without works is dead. Remember when we talked about the sovereignty of God and that God is in control. When we read Daniel 1 and 2, we know that God is already, or God is God is playing chess. He's always playing chess. He's orchestrating moves. So we see back in chapter 1 when Daniel had the resolve in his heart not to eat the food and not to, not to eat the meat and not to drink the wine, that God had already placed in one of the officials' heart that, that he would have favor, that he had favor for Daniel, and he had sympathy for Daniel. Go back and read chapter 1. We didn't really talk about all that happened with the meat and the wine, but go back and read chapter 1 because it was through that favor and through that sympathy that that official, that commander, listened to Daniel and came in agreement with Daniel only eating vegetables, Daniel and and his, his friends only eating vegetables and uh, drinking water. It was through favor and through sympathy that God had placed in his heart. So we can see is that God placed that in his heart so that we can see God orchestrating and God making chess moves on behalf of his people. So Daniel and Hananiah and Mishrael and Azariah were able to get over that mountain. And then here comes another, here comes another mountain from King Nebuchadnezzar about his dream. So see, sometimes when you get over one hurdle and you're like, okay, I made it through that, and you sit back, you might think, oh, I can sit back and relax. And there might be, or I can sit back and rest. And I believe there are periods of rest. But because of the anointing on your life, because of what you've been called to do, because the fact that you're still here, that God needs you to do a work in the earth, there are going to be other mountains for you to climb, not for you to be puffed up and to say, look what I did, but for God to get the glory so that people are watching you, so that people know that you serve another God or that you do things differently than they do, that you've chosen to go the narrow way and they've chosen to go the wide way, they look at you and they look at your life when the rubber meets the road because there will be a time when people who are not doing the things that God has called them to do, there will be a time where the rubber meets the road. And if they've ever known God, if they've ever had an encounter with God, and if God has been calling them and beckoning them and chasing after them, 
If they're the one and God has been chasing after them and he has not turned them over yet to a reprobate mind, there will be a time where they will be returning to their father's house. And they'll be looking at you and they'll say, wow, I was I was lost, but now I'm found. And they'll return back to the father's house because of how they see God moving and operating in your life. So when Daniel comes against, again, this mountain, another hurdle, he asks for more time. But the first thing that we need to pay attention to, and again, I want to say this again, because sometimes I have a tendency to kind of just go everywhere, because there's so much meat in the Word. There's so much meat in the Word. There is a difference, y'all, between wisdom and godly wisdom. So even though someone comes to you, like the fortune tellers here and like the astrologers were going to Nebuchadnezzar and like an, an, an old friend who has lived experiences and like someone who you think, wow, is really deep. If it's not godly wisdom, if it's not godly wisdom, you have to be able to, you have to be able to discern what spirit, and if you don't know, you have to be able to discern what spirit that person is operating out of because if it's not godly wisdom and it doesn't line up to the word of God, you don't want it. I'm going to say that again. If it's not godly wisdom and it does not, and you think, well, how do I know if it's godly wisdom? It has to line up with the word of God. Because we know people can be wise, but it, what they're doing or what they're operating in does not line up to the word of God. And you might think, oh, that's silly. Oh, that's silly. Think of it like this. I've got, say I've got uh, $500, okay? And you need the $500 that I have, okay? You need it for whatever, it should matter to you where that $500 is coming from. Now, some people will say, I don't care. I'm, I'm just going to take it. But what if I just robbed a bank to get it? Then that money is marked. That money is marked. And you, you, my brother or my sister, now is a marked man or a marked woman or, or a marked woman because somebody can be can now when you try to spend that money can now call you in and try to see if you were the person that robbed the bank but if you know that I'm a, that that I that, but you know me you know that I work and you know that I'm a giver and you know that about me and I give you that $500 then you know that you're good you're good and you can spend it freely wherever you want. That's the same thing when we talk about wisdom and godly wisdom. Don't accept anything from just anybody. Be a discerner of the spirits. Be a discerner of the words that they speak. And if it doesn't line up, don't take it. Don't take it. Or see how it lines up according to the word of God. Because there will be a lot of people, and I don't know why God has me stuck here,
But there will be a lot of people who will give you advice. There will be a lot of people who will come along and say what you ought to be doing, what you shouldn't be doing, what makes sense to them. Because the Bible says that a man's way seems right unto him, but it leads to a path of destruction and death. See, I don't want to give anybody any advice that's going to lead them to destruction or death. I don't want anybody's blood on my hand. But I, what I will do, I will give you the word of God, and then I'll say, and pray about it. Pray about it. Because I'll never pretend that I know know all and you know, anything like that. But I will say, pray about it. But I'm going to give you God's word. A lot of people will give you words based on what they've been through. They will give you words based on how they handled the situation. But they'll never, ever, even even remotely talk about what it says in the word of God. So I guess, because I was going to go somewhere else with this, but I guess it's about wisdom on today. We're still on wisdom. Glory be to God. It's about wisdom on today. It's about wisdom again on this weekend. That you would not be so quick to be in agreement with the fortune tellers. And I'm, and I'm saying that uh, hopefully nobody is operating and utilizing those in divination. Those are, you know, uh, palm readers and people who do tarot cards and all of those things. Because even though those people, according to the word of God, would be considered wise, right? Because that's what the word calls them. That's what Nebuchadnezzar called them. So I'm, I'm assuming that's what the word calls them. They were wise because they, they knew some things, Right? But it wasn't godly wisdom. In order to get godly wisdom, there had to be a man of God. There has to be a woman of God in the house. There has to be a man or woman of God in the house for godly wisdom to happen. There has to be. I'm going to keep on going. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So in this, when Daniel asked for more time and he returned to his house, he got those people who would be in agreement, who were called by the names that God called them. Remember, God, Daniel's name meant who was judge. One of their names that I'm driving said that, that the Lord is our help. Hallelujah. Another name said, and I can't remember. I got to go back to my notes that I'm driving. I shouldn't be driving. But I'll go back. But anyway, their names all were connected to the Lord. And he said, pray to the Lord of mercy that he would reveal the secret things. What I'm here to tell you all is to get two or three people. There were four of them totally. But the Bible says that where there are two gathered in my name, God said that he would be in the midst. He also said that if there were two touching and agreeing on anything, according to his word, he said that he would do it. Get you somebody that can agree with you for what you are believing God for. 
get you somebody that you can touch and agree with over the airways or that you can physically hold their hand and touch and agree. Because, see, we're agreeing now with the word even over the airways. When you say, yes, amen, and you're shaking your head, you're coming to an agreement. That's why I don't say yes and amen and shake your head to every, and shake your head yes to everything if you don't agree with it. Sometimes it's better just to be in silence. But I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you that there is power and agreement, and the word says that when there is unity, that God commands. He commands the blessing. He commands the blessing. Key things to take away for today and on this weekend. Number one, there's a difference between being wise and there's a difference to having wisdom and to godly wisdom. If you want wisdom, if you're seeking truth and if you're seeking understanding, go to a man or woman of God. Now, you might, and I don't care, you know, it, however they feel about church, they have to be, well, I'm not going to say however they feel about church because church is in the word of God. But go to a godly man or woman of God who knows the word of God, who, and not just knows it, but they spend time with the Father, that they are in his presence, and you know they are in his presence. And when they give you instruction, incline your ear to hear. Incline your ear to hear. If they're telling you something that lines up with the word of God, I pray that you will seek God. And if it agrees with your spirit, do what they ask you to do so that you don't miss your blessing. Then after you you discern the difference between being wise and godly with and, and godly wisdom, get you two or three people because it says the matter to his friends. So we know that Daniel's friends were like minded, right? They were like minded because he went to them. So he knew that they also had to believe that God was a God of mercy, that they also had to believe that they could approach heaven concerning this mystery. They had to believe what Daniel believed. If you are hanging around people that don't believe in your God the way that you believe in your God, if you are hanging around people and you going through some things and you can't call on those people to plead to the God of mercy about your situation, I would reevaluate my friends. And that's real talk. I'm not talking about people you associate with because we all have associates who don't always believe what we believe. And sometimes we're there so that we can that we can be that influence. I'm talking about friends. Daniel called them friends. So make sure your friends believe in your God so that if you're going through something that they can plead to the God of mercy concerning the mystery of the situation that you're going through. 
If your health is if, if your health situation is is a mystery, get some friends, get some believers to come alongside you that God might reveal the mystery for your healing. If your family situation is a mystery and you're trying to wonder how did my kids turn out the way they turned out, I brought them up in the things of God. I tried to live a righteous life before them. And it's a mystery. Get with your friends who can plead to the God of mercy that the mystery and the, and the spiritual strategy on how to turn your family situation might be revealed. Because our God is a revealer of the secret things. <laughs> he is a revealer of the mystery to your situation. He is the one that will give you wisdom and power. Because he will have made known to you what you have asked for. That's what Daniel, that's how he ended his praise in verse 23. He said, I thank and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we, we, we asked of you, Daniel and his friends. You, what we have asked of you, you have made known to us the dream of the king. So if it's something you need to make known <laughs> Get you some friends on today and on this weekend that they would pray, that they would intercede, and that they would plead to the God of grace, that they would plead to the God of mercy, that they would plead to the God of love, everlasting love, that they would plead to the lover of our soul, that he would reveal the mystery of that thing that you've been asking him for, that you've been seeking him for, that you've been laboring in the in the spirit for, that you would get a breakthrough on this weekend, that you would get a suddenly regarding your health, that you would get a suddenly regarding your marriage, that you would get a suddenly regarding your finances, that you would get a suddenly regarding your job situation, that you would get a Suddenly, even in the midnight hour, because <laughs> we serve that kind of God. I love you all. Be blessed. Y'all go back and read Daniel 1 and 2. Chew on this meat. Do you hear me? This is meat. This is meat. And I believe this is revelation knowledge as we break down the word, precept upon precept, line by line. God is showing us the times and the seasons of how we need to walk through the rest of our days, however long they may be. We need to walk through godly wisdom. We need to walk through supernatural knowledge, insight, and understanding. Pray that your weekend is blessed. Love you all and have an awesome day.